Think about long-term. Think about keeping your momentum and your motivation up. You're listening to Small Minded, the podcast that believes being small is a good thing because small steps lead to big impact, small towns have a big heart, and small businesses play a big role in our modern way of life. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and here at Small Minded, we share stories and strategies to help small towns and small businesses flourish. Here's to a life well-lived, being small-minded. Okay, I swear there are angels singing. We are just celebrating the shit out of this episode, you guys. Yeah, you didn't know I was going to be swearing 10 seconds in, did you? But here we are. We have reached the 100th episode, you guys, the 100th episode of the Small Minded Podcast. How? It's really like so crazy for me to think about where I was two years ago when, like exactly two years ago, I was taking the steps to get this podcast off the ground to here we are um, in 2022 and we have 100 fresh, unique episodes under our belt. So in today's episode, I crowdsourced, aka pulled my MKM team members and asked them what I should talk about here on the podcast. Like, because I feel like this is a milestone episode. Like it can't just be the same old thing, can it? So per their requests, we are going to cover how I got started and what I learned in creating and continuing the Small Minded Podcast for almost two years now. Our original launch date was September 1st of 2020. So we don't have quite two years under our belt. Um, So I'll go into a few things that I've learned and what I would suggest to new podcasters. Uh, We're going to go back in time and cover and recap some of our past guests and talk about where they are now. I'm going to share some of like my favorite episodes that include some of our top performers, but also some that I think just need a little extra love because they are hidden gems. And we are going to like end with where is the future of small minded and Molly Knuth Media? So lots to cover and we're going to try to keep this upbeat and quick, but I can't go any further without thanking all of you because without listenership, we wouldn't be able to keep producing this free resource for our listeners and all the people in small towns across the nation who are looking for strategies and success stories of small businesses. And I thank you guys so much for listening in week after week. I swear, reading your reviews on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and getting your emails about the episodes that really hit you in the feels, those are the ones that keep me going. And your suggestions are the the ways and the ideas that we keep things fresh around here. So Thank you guys, not only for listening, but for your messages, your encouragement, your ideas, and your support. Because without you, we would never have reached this goal and this milestone. So, all right, back to the episode. Okay, so back in 2017, I was just a fresh, green little business owner. I had hardly even, (laughs) I mean, I had an LLC, I had a website, I had a social media, I had a small clientele. But I didn't know what to do because I had never taken a business class, let alone gotten a business degree. I didn't know that there was such a thing as the SBA or the Small Business Administration. 
I had no idea how to like streamline my business, run a business. I had not yet networked or met some of the amazing like partners and collaborators and mentors that I have now. I was really just kind of winging it and doing my own thing. And I distinctly remember like on a drive for some reason to Dubuque, Iowa to take my kids to the doctor. It was probably an ear doctor appointment because my kids had tons of ear infection. But I remember listening to a podcast and this podcast, I don't know how I got turned on to it, but it was called Momentum with Alex Sharfin. And what I loved about this podcast was that it was built for entrepreneurs on a time schedule. So the episodes themselves were like 8 to 12 minutes in length. Oh, shoot. I had a tab open on my computer that is dinging at me. Um, So sorry if you heard that in the background. But this podcast in particular had episodes that were 8 to 12 minutes in length. So they were quickly consumable. They were like tight, highly action-packed. The person behind the mic had high energy. And he produced five episodes a week, you guys. I don't know how. Um, But everyone was oriented to entrepreneurs and was filled with strategies and specific action steps and motivation for entrepreneurs. And when I tell you, I binged that podcast. I did. And by listening to that podcast, pretty soon the algorithms at Apple Podcasts knew additional podcasts that I would be likely to enjoy. And so guess what? I listened to those too. And eventually I just became a podcast consuming machine. And for me, that worked best being a busy mom and business owner because while I was driving or doing dishes or folding laundry, I could consume podcasts and it didn't take as much time as reading. I didn't have to watch a video. I could just pop in my headphones, didn't have earbuds at that time, or I could connect my Bluetooth speaker and I could get some education. And honestly, when I tell you, That was how I learned business. That was how I learned business. That was how I knew who to follow. That's how I knew what software to download. And that's how I knew what systems and processes to put in place at Molly and Knuth Media. And thank God for, um, hold on. Phew, apologies for that disruption, everybody. I just had a message that my Apple ID was being hacked and I had to, change my password. So this is the sidebar that we didn't know we needed. But this is my soapbox annual, probably quarterly PSA to make sure that any important passwords that you have online should be two-factor authentication proof. So that if someone tries to enter your password, they find your username and password somewhere online. It is also connected to your phone number so that if they get your password right, it also sends you a code to your phone so that you have to also enter that secondary login so that hackers can't get it. So it's called two-factor authentication. Set it up on Instagram, Facebook, Gmail, Apple, any important places that you keep information, make sure your password is a two-factor authentication. So it not only requires a password, but it also sends a special code to your phone so you don't get hacked. Okay stepping off my soapbox and returning to regularly scheduled programming here on the podcast. Okay, I don't even know where we left off. So I wanted, or I know where we left off. I learned what I needed to know in business from podcasts. So it wasn't very long after I was just a podcast consumer growing my social media marketing service business that I was like, you know what? 
I kind of want to start this podcast thing too. And it really was just like a thought I had and kind of an ongoing dream of mine for probably a year. And I honestly, there's an episode way back at the beginning about starting a podcast that you can catch all this on too. But I really, I think I ordered my podcast mic almost a full year before I actually launched the podcast because I was like, it was the first step. And then I got kind of like, ah, analysis paralysis. I was paralyzed. I didn't know what to do next. And that's when I heard about this course um, from Jenna Kutcher, who is the host of the Gold Digger podcast. And her podcast lab course walked you step by step through how to start a podcast. So I took that course. A friend and person on my MKM team took the course. And then that was everything we needed to know to actually launch this podcast. And so really launching the podcast is the first step. And there are so many ways to do it and so many different service providers and microphones you could buy and places that you can go for help and distribution and platforms you can launch on. But honestly, I just followed Jenna Kutcher's advice in the podcast lab and I've done every single step that she recommended from connecting to Spotify and iTunes for distribution to utilizing the, um, uh, pause again. Sorry, now all of my devices have to be re-logged in and I couldn't record any more of the podcast until I connected my computer. All right, last disruption, I hope. So after I connected with Jenna Kutcher's course, really getting the podcast established and set up was a huge hurdle to cross. And then it felt like I had won. I was like, I did this. I've launched. I have these episodes. And it was really, really like a huge weight off my shoulders to have really put this podcast out into the world. And then I came to learn that it's not just a matter of getting the podcast off the ground. That's the first hurdle. The next hurdle and the ongoing hurdle is keeping the momentum and the consistency that you need to host a podcast. A lot of places that I find podcast hosts trip up is in that thinking, in that, oh, I've launched it and now the hard part is past me. It isn't. Did you know that most podcasts, they dissolve, they cease to be after nine episodes? And I find this is very believable because it is a lot of work to keep producing a podcast consistently. It takes time, it takes energy, it takes forward thinking, it takes organization. And if you are someone who finds editing audio tedious, if you find marketing your podcast time-consuming and boring, then you're not going to see it through. You're not going to stick it out. And maybe you're somebody who just wants to try it out and then more power to you. That's great. But if you want to make this an extension of your business, an arm of your business, don't just jump into podcasting thinking that you've you've summited the mountain when you have it launched. Nope, that's just the start. You've got to the foothills, my friend. If you want to get to the summit, you need to have a plan for how you're going to keep this thing going consistently. And consistency can be like, you know, fluid. You can decide you want to do weekly episodes. Some people do twice weekly episodes. Or you can do a bi-weekly format or a monthly format. But what I find is that you really need to have that consistency. You need to have a schedule that you commit to. Because if you are someone who's just going to release episodes when you find the motivation and you have the content to talk about, that's fine. 
and it can be successful, but you will likely go weeks or maybe even months between episodes. And if you're doing this as an extension of your business to serve clients, to serve potential customers, to act as a lead magnet for your business, if you're showing up inconsistently with your podcast, that's reflective of your brand. And so I would start off being really self-aware and honest with yourself about what is that level of consistency that you can continue to deliver. And if you can't deliver weekly, that's okay. Be honest with yourself. And then scale back to bi-weekly or monthly. And if you find that you've picked a consistency that you can't keep to, scale back just a little bit more. But don't become the person or the business owner who's like, I'm just going to do this when I feel like it and expect big results. If you want to do it when you feel like it just because you find it fun, that's fantastic. But if you want to do something that achieves results and gets you brand awareness out there, you have to deliver consistency, my friends. And there will be weeks that you don't feel like it. And there will be times where your creative well runs dry. And so there are a couple of things I recommend around that. First up, you can batch record episodes. So for example, at the beginning of summer, like even as early as April, I think I was scheduling out my podcast episodes and getting all of my interviews lined up so that I could get them all recorded in April and May with minimal summertime recording need. Because I knew that it was going to be hard to find a quiet, slow enough day to record podcasts. Today is one of those days. Um, but it was going to be really hard and it was going to be few and far between that I've, I'd have dates where I could just record. So I'm, I tried to batch record as far out as I could. And I did about two or three months worth of podcast episodes. So I would recommend that. And then that gives you a level of consistency and it gives you a level of pre-planning that then you don't have to like really work hard to think about, oh, shoot, I'm behind this mic and what am I going to talk about? The second thing I would recommend is finding support. Because it is a lot of work and it is a lot of time commitment and monetary commitment to produce and distribute a podcast consistently. And especially for business owners who are busy in a lot of other ways, the time can be your biggest holdup because you have to record the episode, edit the episode. And some podcasters don't do editing. I like to have that polished sound where you're not hearing all my ticks, clicks, ums, pauses, interruptions. I like to have those cut out so that it's a seamless listening experience for you as the listener. And I knew that that was going to be my holdup if I tried to do everything myself. I was cool with doing the recording and lining up the guests and doing the marketing and post-episode drop promotion, but I knew if it depended on me to do the audio editing, this bird would not fly. So I have, thankfully, a media business, and I had someone on my team who I knew this would really fit with, and she has become a fantastic podcast producer, not only for this podcast, but for a couple other local podcasts too. And I do think that having support at some stage of the production is a huge swing for you as a person who wants to like have something that delivers consistently and a level of quality. So I would highly recommend finding support in the podcast too, whether it's in the editing, in the distribution, or in the marketing of it. And that will help you really stay consistent. And it will also give you that level of accountability where you're not like, oh, I'm just going to skip this week. You have somebody on the other end who is counting on you that will check in with you and follow up to make sure that you are delivering the content regularly and on time. The other and last tip I will give you on 
continuing and what I've learned over 100 episodes is that podcasting isn't something that in the short term is going to be um, a huge return for you. So I know that after about three months in, I was averaging like 300 downloads a month. And that felt really good at the time, but I was also like, okay, when is this going to kick into gear? When am I going to get leads from people who are listening on the podcast? When am I going to feel like the amount I'm investing in the production of this, like monetarily, when am I going to feel like I'm getting a return on that investment? And there were even times like probably like six months in where I was like, is this even worth it? Do I continue this? And I even had a discussion with my accountant. I'm like, how long do I keep this going? And there are a couple of things that she shared with me that I found really insightful. And she's like, Molly, you know, having the podcast, like the money that you're investing in this, like it might not yield direct like financial results. You might not see like a conversion from a podcast listener that then bought a product and you can say, oh, here's point A, listening to the podcast and here's point B, the purchase. But what the podcast does, it helps people get to know and like and trust you. And it's another one of those top of the funnel marketing options where people can get a sense of who you are and how you can help them before they ultimately decide to work with you. And she said, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can like use this as a lead generator. And so I would challenge you to think that too. You might not like produce a podcast and then see immediate like, boom, here it is in my bank account kind of results. But it can be used as not only a lead generator that gets people to know, like, and trust you, but it's also just that way to like be of service and provide value without, without expectation. And that's something I've worked through. Now I'm to a point where I'm like back to, this is so fun and I'm so excited I do it. But there were times throughout the journey where I'm like, shoot, do I keep going or do I call it quits right here? So I would say continue to remember that this is a long game. You're not going to see immediate results. And it actually this year, 2022, we are only six months in. And so far in 2022, I have half of my lifetime overall downloads. So in the year and a half prior, I have just as many downloads this year on this podcast in six months. So this is definitely a long game. This is definitely compound returns because all of the previous episodes, like I'm just building off of that. And each week I do see like we get to a certain number with each episode, usually around 200 downloads. But then over time, for about three months, those episodes continue to get results and downloads even like weeks after they initially publish. And so it is a piece of content that is going to be like a long-term game, but it's also going to be pieces of content, unlike social media where they're not forgotten in like a day or two. These episodes are living on and they are like creating some evergreen connection for not only myself and my listeners, but also the guests who appear. So it definitely is something that you need to, if you decide to do this for your business, if you want to create your own podcast, think about long-term, think about keeping your momentum and your motivation up, even in times when you're not going to feel like it. I really recommend finding help at some point in the production process. I also really encourage you to be consistent and pick a consistency that's going to work for you. And then one other thing that people might emphasize at the beginning and get caught up on in that analysis paralysis that I would say don't get too caught up on. 
is really in choosing your name, picking your niche, and identifying who's going to listen to you. Your first episodes, I would even say like your first 30 or 40 episodes, are just going to be about getting your groove down. How do you feel behind the mic? How do you talk without clicks? How do you um, speak without filler words every couple of seconds? How do you get ready to go and really like hone your skills and hone your process and hone your software? That's like a real journey over your first 30 to 40 episodes, which seems like a lot. But with time, you get a little more comfortable. You understand who's listening and who your conversations are with. You get more confident in yourself as a host and you can produce a better quality product in the end with less amount of time after you've invested that initial time up front. So I really do encourage you, like you don't have to like know every piece of the puzzle when you get started. Feel free to just like let yourself try things out and explore. And I know that in my first episodes, we tried a lot of formats. We tried listener Q&A. We tried solo casts. I brought in guests. And every time I tried something different, it was a brand new journey that I had to learn my way around. But now we've got like some tried and true formats. I have a system down. I have a process for how I invite guests. What do we share with guests? How do we market the episode? And throughout the journey, there will be places and times where I have to stop and hone or I have to rebrand or things like that. It does take that initial just getting started and being okay with not being perfect and allowing myself to evolve over time that has allowed this podcast to get to 100 episodes. Okay, so now. Let's say you're a listener and you're like, I really didn't care to know how to start a podcast. I just want to know the recap of the guests and where they are now. Okay, that's what we're getting into. So we have had the privilege, like the uh, the extreme privilege of having some amazing guests on the podcast over the years. And as I said a little bit ago, over half of the all-time downloads of the podcast have come from this year. And when I look at the top five episodes all time in my statistics, four of the top five are episodes from the month of March 2022 alone because we had like an ongoing series about amazing women for Women's History Month and women in my life who just inspire and impress me. And so our top five episodes, uh, starting with number one, is Callie Fitzgerald. And she talked about the gift of music and the business that she founded in Dubuque, Iowa called Centrally Rooted. And just a little catch up on Callie. Centrally Rooted is first and foremost a community gathering space. And as you can hear in her episode when you listen to the full replay, she picked the location of her business really with like community revival in mind. She wanted to pick a space in an underrepresented and underserved neighborhood, and she wanted to have a sense of rebirth there by providing an outlet for creative expression. So whether people were into music or art or yoga or dance or acting, she wanted them to be able to find all of that at her location at Centrally Rooted. And so when we talked to her in March, she had like really, like she just started her business in Dubuque in December. And by March, like she was riding that high of the first three months and here she is and she had secured some amazing donations for her scholarship fund and that allowed her in the time since our interview to really bring in some new programming options. She has some New York actors that are leading workshops at Centrally Rooted this summer. She has 
some new programming as far as art and painting classes. And she has some new teachers who are teaching rooted lessons for kids who want to learn piano, guitar, vocal performance. So she's really grown and thrived. And one of the cool things that I've also been able to walk side by side with Callie in, as she's one of our MKM clients too, is that she is developing her program Mindful Musicians, which is a way for kids um, from ages six months all the way up to sixth grade to express themselves like socially and emotionally through music. And so she and her writing partners develop and write their own music that helps kids communicate how they're feeling and associate words with their feelings. And side by side with their caregivers, they can learn some actions, some vocabulary, and just really help them connect with that emotional level of their being. And Callie has two schools this fall that she is going to launch Mindful Musicians in the classroom as a curriculum. So super exciting things happening over there for Callie at Centrally Rooted. Our second all-time best performing episode is Mental Health in Small Towns with Dr. Lauren Welter. And this episode originally aired back in March 2022 as well. And hands down, this is the episode that I received the most messages about ever. So many people responded to this episode in emails and in private messages just saying things like, thank you. Thank you for normalizing the need for mental health services in small towns. I had several people send me private messages like asking for the contact information for the therapist because she is my counselor as well for her contact information or if I knew of any others in the area. So I really do feel like not only was Dr. Walter's episode a celebration of who she is as a woman who is serving her community in a small town, but I also like that is one of the most profound, impactful episodes I've had a chance to be a part of because of the number of people that I really do feel that connected with the message. And yeah, I'll, I'll always sing the praises of learning more about yourself being self-aware, tapping into your feelings and in your thoughts and into your emotions. And like, if you need a counselor to help you on the journey, which I think we all do, like go listen to that episode 82 because it is profound. And I like cannot sing the praises of Dr. Welter enough. And also these two episodes are demonstrative of the ongoing power of podcasting. So in the first seven days of Dr. Welter's episode, she had 218 downloads. After the first month, we had 389 downloads. And in total now, she is up to 453 downloads on just that episode. Back to Callie's episode, again, the first seven days, she had 281 downloads in the first week. After the first month, she had 497 downloads of that episode. And then now in total, we're pushing 600. So really, over time, unlike a social media post that lasts a couple of days and then it's kind of like logged away, these episodes in the first seven days they have doubled and almost, yeah, doubled to two and a half times their downloads from the first seven days now that we are about three and a half months out from when they were originally published. So podcasts have a huge power for evergreen results. Okay, so a couple of the other episodes from the top 10 that I love, and all of these, to no surprise, are when we are interviewing guests. None of my solo episodes are that we've even cracked the top 10 because you guys like hearing my friends and my guests. So there are episodes with my daughter, Charlotte, my sister-in-law, Amanda, Sarah Knobble from Bob and Lou's, Farm Her, small business owner, Lily Beringer, 
Erica Hermsen and how she brought her fitness business virtually so she can serve women all over the world on Sweat Inspire Sisterhood. The ladies of the Restoration Project are in the top 10. Carrie Jo Kelso of Rosebud Tees. My brother, construction and renovation in a historic building from April 2022. So we have had the privilege and the honor to have so many awesome guests on this podcast. And I am humbled to, to that they said yes, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That people took a chance and allowed me to say, hey, I just want to have you on here. There was no kickback. And now I'm seeing what other people are sending their podcast guests. And I'm like, huh, maybe I should have thought of this sooner. But, you know, these people just were so sweet and willing to give up their time and expertise. And you will never, ever tell me that women want to be gatekeepers of information for other women who are building businesses. Because this podcast is proof that women want to help other women get a hand up, a leg up, a foot up into the business world. And all of these episodes are proof positive that women help other women and they build communities together. Oh my gosh, you're just getting all my soapboxy moments. All right, some other episodes that I want to highlight that I feel like had some fun around, but maybe just didn't get the downloads that other episodes did. So some of my favorites are my woo-woo podcast. So that one was back from February 2022. So we're looking at like, I'll link them all in the podcast. But my podcast about how I believe in positive energy and in angel numbers and in signs, like that one also got a ton of viewer and listener feedback. So that's always a fun one to revisit. My friend Melissa Nelson from Hungry Canyon was a guest in October of 2021. Her episode was so much fun. Episode 73 about do I need a business coach that initially was one of our very first episodes of 2022. That one has had a lot of downloads and people really had a reaction to that episode as well. So I definitely go back and hit up that one as well. Some of our lower performing episodes, and this is definitely a testament to continuing and pushing forward. My like lowest performing episodes, the ones that got the least amount of downloads ever, are all of my episodes from 11 through 20. You guys, so episode 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Remember earlier in the episode where I say most podcasts don't make it after nine episodes? This is probably why. Because for those teenage episodes where I'm literally working in the teens of my episode releases, Those are my lowest performing episodes. And not that it is indication of the quality of those episodes. I think it's more so just that the newness factor of having Molly, oh, this like novel thing that this person I know started a podcast, like that had kind of worn off. But we also weren't to the point of having like a solidified listener base yet and regular people who were tuning in expecting and knowing that we would deliver value every week. So I would go back to episodes 10 through 20. And if I were you, I'd look for those hidden gems in those episodes because we had ones about social responsibility, using Canva, what to do in your business marketing at year end, uh, three ways to improve your social media marketing. One of them is our mailbag Q&A episodes, which I love. We had, let's see, another mailbag episode. Oh, some of the series where like what I learned in my earliest jobs, those are in there too. So I would go back and I would look through some of those early episodes in the teens and 20s 
because those are definitely hidden gems. Okay, so now that we've recapped what I've learned after 100 episodes, some of our best performing episodes and where they are now, as well as some of the episodes that I think deserve a little more credit. Where are we going in the future of the podcast? Where will the next 100 episodes take us? And if I've learned anything, is that the first 100 episodes are fantastic, but really hitting your stride as a podcaster and weeding yourself out from the crowd and being the cream that rises to the top of the podcasting community, that is made when you reach episodes 200, 300, and beyond because very few people make it that far. And so I'm not saying, woohoo, I made it, and like doing the rocky dance at the top of the stairs and saying, all right, see you later, listeners. I'll be back when I feel like it. Nope, we're pushing forward, you guys. And so my next milestone is 150 episodes. Then the milestone after that is 250, and we're going to keep this baby rocking. But what you can expect as we move forward is likely me to be a little bit more vocal, a little more straightforward. I feel like I've found my tone. I've found my voice. I found my message that I want to share more so in recent episodes. And earlier in the podcast and kind of like with anything, as you're kind of getting your feel for it, like you're just figuring out how this all works and you're still speaking in somewhat the way that you think people want to hear more so than what you want to say. And now I know what I want to say. And so what you can expect in the episodes to come are very strategic business building topics. We will still include interviews with women business owners who I know and love and want to share with you. But it is going to take more of a business tilt. It is going to take more of a strategic step-by-step. Here's the scoop. Less what I feel like people are comfortable with hearing and more what I feel like you need to hear whether it's easy to consume, hard to hear, whether it's helpful or whether it's holding your feet to the fire. So that's definitely what you can expect in future episodes. Now, as we navigate the rest of 2022, not only as the small-minded podcast, but also as Molly Knuth Media, the growing media business that I have, you're going to see a little bit of a difference on both ends of the spectrum. So we are quickly growing into not just a social media managing like company we are your small business support hub and so you're going to see probably some change in messaging branding potentially in naming and just the way that the brand is presented and like hint not so much hint we're not going to just have one brand it will be multifaceted and likely splitting into two if not three distinct brands because Molly Knuth Media as it is, is no longer just me. It's no longer just social media marketing. We have a team that's made up of a copywriter, a graphic designer, multiple web designers, a virtual assistant. We have people who are social media strategists. We have like emerging talents within the team in video and in brand strategy. And so in order to bring all of that to the forefront, I can't just say that it's me anymore. I can't just say that it's a media company anymore because we are not that. And our vision is not just to like, we're ready to go beyond you guys. We're ready to grow and we're ready to be your resource. 
I don't know about you, but there have been times here in this business where it's like, okay, I need to do this one thing. I need to set up a website or something, just using a website as a helpful tool. And in order to do that, I have to go here for one thing and there for another thing. I have to line up photos and videos and copywriting and then get someone to build the website. And oh yeah, I have to like make sure legally everything is all right. So what our goal is here at Molly Knuth Media is for you to not have to get the runaround. For as much as we can prevent runaround for you as a busy business owner, we want to prevent it. And we want to be your resource, your stop, your shop, your hub for all things business, marketing, admin support. And if we don't offer it, we for sure will be able to connect you through our extensive network of other small town business owners to the things and the people that you need to help you get to your ultimate goals. And so as we navigate where we're going in the next five years, you're going to see some changes around here. And it's all going to be for the best. I've been working through this like internal struggle for probably like a year now where I'm like, gosh, things just don't feel quite right. And it was like in May where I feel like I had my main character moment. If you listen to the Be There in Five podcast, you know what I mean. But like I was doing my workout one morning and I was like feeling this inner frustration. I was like, I just don't know what to do with my business. And then it was like, all of a sudden it got clear and it was like, oh my gosh, this will be the moment in the movie version of my life where everything was different. And it all of a sudden goes into like fast motion with a high vibe, high energy song and you just see me killing it. And like, <laughs> I know that's heavily dramatized, but honestly, when I had this vision of, okay, this is where it needs to go, we're going to be like really refining and reinventing the brands multiple. That was when I knew, like, this is it. So now you know. You don't know all the secrets, but you know that going forward, things are not going to be as they once were. And as we go through the rest of 2022, we'll be previewing, we'll be rolling out some new things, but you can be sure that the quality of product, the consistency of product, the offers that we have will continue. And we're going to keep showing up here weekly with the podcast. May not always be called Small Minded Podcast, but we're going to continue showing up here weekly. I'm going to sit behind the mic and just offer you my very best to help you grow and expand your small town business so that you can define work on your own terms and reach the goals that you've always been dreaming of. So on that note, thank you for being here for episode 100. It is definitely a milestone. And I'm so proud. Couldn't have done it without you as the listeners. And a super, super, super huge shout out to my podcast producer, friend, confidant, and the person who this would not be possible without, Miranda Oswingle. Thank you so much for your hours of investment in this podcast. Literally would never have gotten this far without you. Miranda, do not cut that out. You have to keep that part in. So thank you, everybody. We'll be back next week with more. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Small Minded Podcast, the place on the internet where we celebrate small towns, small businesses, and the people who love them. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be forever grateful to have a review of your experience over on iTunes, Spotify, our website, or wherever you tuned in today. And as always, we welcome you sharing this podcast with your friends and family on social. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Small Minded Podcast 
or at mollyknuthmedia.com slash podcast. Please go out, make today a good one. Take a small step towards a bigger impact. Here's to a life well-lived being small-minded.